Our guest today is Shinjini Das. She's an Atlanta native and she graduated from Georgia Tech. Today, she's going to talk all about pursuing your passion, turning your side hustle into your career, and a whole lot about personal branding. She currently does this as the founder and CEO of Das Media Group. She's a well-known public speaker. She gave a commencement speech at Georgia Tech. She's appeared on TV multiple times, and there's a Forbes article written about her. So I am so excited for you all to hear about the insight that she gave us into her life and all of the advice she had to offer. So here's Shinjini. This is ASIC Talks, a podcast to explore ideas and curiosities in areas such as investing, entrepreneurship, and professional development. We hope that the information from our conversations on this podcast will encourage you to step out, take risks, and achieve the goals you want. Yeah, so tell our audience where they can find you. Yes. Okay. So I'm everywhere <laughs> on social at Speaker Shinjini. That's S-P-E-A-K-E-R-S-H-I-N-J-I-N-I. And please follow me. Please subscribe to the Go-Getters Club on www.shinjinidas.com. And I'm actually working on my first book, you guys. Oh, hell yeah. That's exciting. awesome. Yes, very exciting. Um, and it's like a memoir. So I'm legitimately writing a memoir at 26. But it's about my life and how I got here. Because uh, I'm just every day like pummeled with messages from all over the world being like, how did this happen? Let's get coffee. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm a go-getter. So I'm going to write a book and you're going to pay to hear how this happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting about the book. Congratulations. I want to hear more about pursuing untraditional. I know you started or you did an undergrad in industrial engineering at Georgia Tech, but the whole time you want to be a speaker. Can you tell us a little about the challenges of that, but also maybe the support systems you relied on to continue to pursue that untraditional pathway? Yeah, I mean, I think the word is no one, um, because seriously, I can't even think about like anyone, like not my parents, not my friends, like no one. It was zero. It was it wasn't even like one. It was zero. Um, so I, I think at that point, you know, I don't know that I had a support system, you know, um, because I didn't, you know, um, at all. And so I think what I really got good at, actually, and this is why I feel like I'm still alive now, is self-reliance, you know, um, really looking at myself and being like, this is my life. Right. And, and, and if I'm not willing to invest in it, you know, who is, and, and I think that was a very critical time for me to be like, this is like, I'm hearing it. This is reality, you know? So I think, and even now I'm really good at shutting out, uh, voices, you know, and, and, and sort of getting into my zone. Cause I'm like, you guys, you're not going to understand. You don't understand, you know? And so I, I didn't even look for understanding, you know, because no one, even today, they're like, we don't really know what you do. I was like, don't worry about it don't worry you'll find out you will read about it you know so I I, I, I don't think that I looked because I, I didn't find it anywhere you know so what I did do was dig really deep. I think what I did do was um, do a lot of introspection. You know, what do I want to do? Is this make me happy? What is my vision? Did a lot of research. Because again, I don't, I mean, I am not formally trained in any of this. The only thing I have to show for it is six months in an agency where I probably wasn't even the best at, at that. So, I mean, it's all pretty much quote unquote on the job, you know? So I think I just, I paid attention to like the actuals, you know, like, what do I have to do? Okay. Social media growth, whatever. So I, I was more just work focused, A, B, and then constantly asking myself is this what I want to do 
am I happy here? You know, will I be able to make it? And and I just, and today I'm like super self-reliant. I think that has been the result of all of that is I have a very, very strong internal shield. So it sounds like you do have a lot of passion, but I remember something you um, posted on LinkedIn about finding purpose. So how do you uh, like cultivate that sense of purpose and how did you come to where you are? So in terms of uh, purpose, I think that, you know, you have to have something that drives you that's like beyond just like, oh, I love this, you know. Um, So for me right now, it's like like yesterday I was looking at a whole bunch of these billboards and I'm like, oh, cool, like shoes and I don't know, models. I'm like, that's great. But I don't really care, you know, about like shoes and stuff right after a point. So it's like what what is the like like uplifting message or like what where where is the empowerment? And that's like still my question, you know, in, in the media, like, cool. I see shoes, but like, what, what do I mean? Okay. Like, Honestly, I mean, most people are looking at the billboard that I can't afford, you know, $250 kicks, you know, <laughs> like I can't afford, you know, um, these brand name, um, you know, Jordans or whatever. Right. And so like so then it becomes an assault almost on your senses. Right. You're seeing all these like whatever bags. And for women, it's like makeup and this and that on billboards. And you're like, I'm ugly or whatever. Right. So that's like what drives me is like, how do I put stuff on these billboards? How do I put stuff in digital that'll actually make your life a little bit better, you know? And and to me, like, that's actually my purpose. I, I think that's, like, really important to note that, like, you want to continue to spread that, like, positivity or really bring change to, like, the perception people have on themselves. So I have a question kind of geared towards, like, your, like, branding. I know, like, for young people, it's oftentimes, like, well, what do I talk about? What kind of content do I create? And also, like, maybe, maybe you can touch on this a little bit more, but, like, how does, like, the content you create also restrict the content you can create? Say, like, I'm in, a, like, an IG photographer, like, I'm posting all these pictures on Instagram like I don't want to mess up my feed with like some picture of my meal you know if I'm taking all these landscape uh, pictures so in a sense like the content I want it to reflect kind of one story so maybe for you like how do you um how do you continue to develop new content while still really creating content under the strengths you have? It, it depends on your goals, right? I mean, if you're just like a random like blogger and you're like, no, I blog about everything, then you're a lifestyle blogger and like you can do everything, right? Um, if you're food, you're only food. So I think it's also about um, defining your niche. And that's where I was very um, uh, intelligent about being like, no, I'm a go-getter. You could be a go-getter anywhere. Like that's what I'm thinking. You can be a go-getter in love. You can be a go-getter in relationships. You can be a go-getter in work, right? So like I've actually played my game pretty strategically because I was like, you know, I know who I am and I am like everything. So, I mean, I want to talk about everything. <laughs> so now, um, if you follow me on LinkedIn, I'm like, Oh, hashtag go get her biz, you know, hashtag go get her love or whatever. Like, and that's what I want to do is, is sort of section my content into modules. Um, so, you know, you come to me for love, you come to me for thing. Cause that's also like what people are coming to me for, you know, they are inspired by, like yesterday I posted like, oh yeah, I, you know, got a neon orange pedicure. It was a little bold and I've never done that before. And some girl was like, you've inspired me now to like have more color in my life or something. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this is so, and, but it's like kind of stupid, right? It's like a pedicure. But then I was like, no, like there's nothing that's actually stupid because a- anything, no matter how small actually connects with someone somewhere, you know? And so I think in answer to your question, you have to restrict your own, um, constraints, you know, so whatever that is for you, if you know that you're like a big thinker, you're a broad person, be a lifestyle, you know, so that's everything. That's sunglasses. That's, you know, vacation. That's, that's everything. Right. Um, but if you're like, no, I'm just investments, right. Then that's like your thing. But I I think your personality is going to dictate that. 
Is there certain metrics you look at that maybe are more important than to you than other things? Um, like, is there a specific metric you like always get excited about when it increases and maybe how you track that metric? It's been a little bit of a process to learn and I'm still learning. Frankly, I may not even know all the metrics, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you what I love right now. And that's impressions. Um, because honestly, before I was actually kind of obsessed with follower, right? Like subscriber count and follower count. Um, but now I have a new theory, which is that if you have consistent engagement, right? You are going to get new followers, right? If you get new followers, you may or may not get consistent engagement, right? Um, so that that's like what I live by now because um, I need guarant like I need substantial guaranteeable results. And to me, it's like if I can count on engagement. So what does that mean? That means comments, right? That means um, direct messages. You know, that means um, sure, you know, likes and and retweets and all that. But really, it means comments. Uh, between us, the way I look at engagement is comments. Um, and so if you comment on my feed, that will definitely attract new followers. Uh, if you just follow me, you may or may not comment, right? So that's how I look at it. Um, in terms of my personal growth, the engagement has been um, pretty, pretty awesome um, over the last few uh, months. So actually, J June of last year was when I started regularly publishing content because before that, it was like every, like whenever I want, you know, which is like not a good way of running uh, a, a business, right? Um, so I had to like be like, oh, shit, like I have to like do this you know, whether that's every day, twice a day, thrice a day, you know, whatever, whatever. So to be completely transparent, um, you don't always grow every single month and that's normal. Um, that's okay. You know, cause it, it's an ebb and flow. It's an ebb and flow. But what I do is I look at aggregate, you know, I'm looking at, okay, you know, I still grew, you know, 4% in my followers count over the last month, um, 43% sure. But then I look at like, what is driving that decrease? And I was like, oh, well, you know, this platform. And so I do some deeper analysis. I'm not like 43%, we're screwed. We're not doing well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like, you know, because no, I mean, I think I think it's natural. I think it's natural to get like, you know, obsessed because this this is my metric. Right. And then with the digital media platform, you know, what we're going to be looking at is like, OK, bounce rates, you know, even email open rates, you know live event um, signups, right? Um, are they coming to see me? Are they coming to, you know, our conferences and events? And, you know, are they, you know, what what is the social media um, uh, chatter, right? Like buzz about the event after, are they excited? Um, so these are all the things that I'm tracking, but I mean, I can't be like every month we're growing 200%. Like that, it's it's just not realistic, right? And, and I'm like getting to that point now where it's like, that's not gonna be the case every month, right? <laughs> I think this is like really powerful that we were like, you were able to bring this like positivity and like this approach to just doing things that are untraditional. Um, but yeah. before like we wrap this up, I'm just curious, like do you have anything that you, you want our audience to hear? Like most of our audience are students or young professionals. Is there something you want to ask them or like really challenge them to think about um, as they go forward with their journey into like developing their own personal brand or just really kind mm -hmm. of taking an untraditional approach? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The biggest, uh, the biggest um, advice that I have is to be unapologetic. Uh, this is who you are, right? And my thing is, if you don't respect yourself, who will? And you deserve your own self-respect, right? Uh, so I don't think that you should be questioning what you want to do. I don't think you should be looking for support. The way I look at it is, I'm doing this. Either you're going to help me or you're going to watch. Or you're going to do both. <laughs> you know, uh, that's how I look at it. Like the question of if I'm going to do it is no longer a question. So I feel like a lot of the messages that I get, it's like, I don't know. I want to do this, but I'm not sure. And I was like, no, no, no. Do you want to do this or not? No, I don't know. No, no. Do you want to do this or not? Oh, no. 
Okay, yes. Okay, cool. So you want to do this, right? So in terms of having that certainty and having that self-assurance that I'm going to do this, I'm not waiting for you to give me permission to do this. So I think being unapologetic, being self-assured, and 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 then, you know, of course, asking for help along the way, and I'm never saying to do it alone. But I think a lot of people make the mistake of waiting for someone else to, like, tell them that they can do it, you know? But I'm saying that you're a go-getter, and go-getters just go do it. You know, we don't wait. <laughs>